welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfishing, and endless scrolling of the grid for hours. We've all been there. On Motto, every profile is verified by a real human and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches of people who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense. How great is that? Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash mottoblocktalk or visit the link in my link tree. Motto, gain queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Carson Cressley, this is your gay life. After all these years, Carson is the center of a roast while the remaining four center their votes on promises made, kept, and betrayed. It's time to talk all things Drag Race All-Stars 8. And with me this week, it's Alice in Wonderland. Hello. Hello, hello. Um, listeners, um, this summer is going to be busy. Um, are you, Alice in Wonderland, excited to go down the rabbit hole of more Drag Race? Oh, you know it. Um, we got uh, a little teaser today of uh, Mama Pow's look for the promos for uh, Drag Race Philippines 2. We have our cast drop for Drag Race Down Under 3. Um, one of these days, we're going to find out what's happening down in Brazil, because come on, girls, we know. We we know. Just tell us already. Right. Miss Michael Block is going to be busy boots, honey. I'm going to be busy boots, and we know other shows are coming. So, um, yeah, good times, good times. Well. As always, must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented through us. Reality filled introduction. We are shown with the editing when television show wants to see. We are actually present because these real people get an opportunity to go and tell them to share the crap, but they've also themselves and decision to discuss. What is said in the podcast is for entertainment to discuss reality television show. Now, Miss, 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 um, you you joined me earlier in the year to talk about um some of these people. I did. And you had feelings. I did. And how are your feelings now? nine episodes in they panned out exactly as i expected oh yeah why why is that candy muse is still here mrs kasha davis didn't make it to snatch game so you are the curse then you you wanted me to be miserable you made it happen yes i did okay you're a witchy one i knew it Mm -hmm. that's true um shall we go through this let's do this right let's do it Top four through the door. Jimbo is led in um, to the mirror because Alexis is finally the top all-star of the week and Jimbo still can't see. Alexis is feeling a winner, baby, and tells us that it is wonderful foreshadowing for what's to come at the end of the competition, which is funny because it's not. The girls miss Lala, but Alexis will tell them this was the hardest vote based on how they both performed in the competition as she had nothing to divide them. Jessica's happy Candy stayed, but as but she's sad as that Lala is gone as she is in love with the Lala re experience. Now, is she in love with the Lala re experience, or does the girl like Lala kind of like Alexis does? I don't think like Alexis. Okay, I was like, it, c- c- can Lala really be the most crushed on contestant of the season? That's wild. 
I wouldn't expect it, but hey, to each round. Well, the La La experience now and forever. And for those theater folks out there, Alexis said that. Um, and if you know, that is the tagline of Cats when it was on Broadway. Come on, theater queen. Did you know that? Now and forever? I didn't. Cats now and forever. Well, you're also like five years old, so you probably weren't around when Cats was actually um, booming in the Great White Way. When was that? The 90s. I was born in 98. Yeah, you barely were around. It's okay. Um, <laughs> God damn it. There's now room for everyone on the couches. One for Candy, one for Candy's ego, or two, according to Jessica. Uh, how many couches would you need for your ego, Miss Allison? The entire IKEA. <laughs> Are you an IKEA fan? Do you love going to IKEA? I do. I love it. I don't buy anything, but I love going there. Um, have you ever made a look out of IKEA bags? Absolutely not. Have you? Bu- you didn't buy the um, IKEA bag um, fisherman hat? No. The bucket hat? No not for you no it's not giving no it's okay okay that's fine well in the words of lizzo it was about damn time for alexis to win she feels like she's standing on common ground jessica will point out that alexis won the lip sync and jimbo was like what does that feel like don't worry jimbo your misery will come to an end soon (laughs) alexis will ask how the lip sync was as she blacked out but i gotta ask this question the girls are like sitting off to the side on this set watching them mm-hmm. correct they don't really have full access to the lip sync or do they i mean they can see from the side eat like all the full mouth and everything or just the energy energy i go. mean they're not facing forward the entire time they turn they move okay that's fair uh because it's always when the girls uh who are on the back of the stage like oh my god this lip sync is blah blah, blah. I'm like girl you you see heads you see heads right. If you're behind, that's one thing. But from the side, I feel like you can see enough. Okay, okay, that's fair. Uh, needless to say, they tell her it was great, except for Jimbo, because she didn't see it. It's Lucky time to her. reveal, right? It's time to reveal the votes in the box. And Candy too can't open the box. What is wrong with this box? Can you open boxes? I've never tried. Okay. Neither have I. Uh, the votes are three for Lala, one vote for Candy. And now Jessica says she can't imagine a day without her candy. And Jimbo will be like, well, I actually couldn't see the lipsticks and I thought I'd pick candy. This is so awkward. <laughs> they make light of it now. Mm-hmm. Now, how would you play this game? Are you cutthroat? Would you knock out the best of the best? Absolutely. Or would you be like I would friendship? Just, I would just be petty with it. I'm only worried about myself. I'm going to worry about Heidi. So I'm not going to worry about Heidi. I'm going to worry about me. So if it was random person you don't like and Obscura. Obscura is getting the boot just for fun. Okay, cool. That's what I thought. Obscura, if you're listening, now you know. It's what she deserves. Candy doesn't want to land in the bottom ever again. Did she think Alexis was going to save her? Well, Candy's mind was racing and felt like she was going to pick, um, be picked by Alexis. So uh, she's grateful, of course. Now, Jimbo will ask the question everyone had on their minds. She thought she wasn't going to send Lala home. And like I said on the podcast last week, she didn't promise shit. She told her she'd never forget. And she never will. Forgetting, like, that's different. I don't know. I think it's messy. It is messy, but I know what she said because I fucking did the same thing. Um, I'm not making a commitment. I'm not making a commitment. Alexis hopes and prays that she'll be a sister forever and maybe more. Now listen, 
I'm one vengeful motherfucker. You want this? You better not betray me. If I were Lala, I'd be like, I'm gonna have someone else's roast chicken. Right. No, no, no. Unless you're like gonna give me monies. No, 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 no. That part. Yeah. Do you think Alexis made the right decision? Yeah. Okay. I I I I sense some hesitation in that answer. No, I'm just a candy muse stand. So okay. whoever has to go for candy to stay. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Now Alexis will bring up the discussion that she and Candy had, and it was very coded, very, very coded there. And Candy's like, please shut up. Don't make me defend this in front of the others right now. She say yes just to keep herself there. Jimbo will tell us that she made two alliances, one with Candy, one with Heidi, but she says it seems like Candy is making deals, but as long as she's not working her, she's fine. It's time to get out of drag, and Jessica, the old queen from season two, needs help out of the couch, which is me after I have a gummy at midnight. Um, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. I'm stuck. Relatable content, to be honest. Jessica had to wait 13 years to be there. She's in the top four. It's a dream come true. She feels the crown in her future, and she won't slow down until she has to. Oh, and we officially see that Jimbo had no makeup on the face skating. Good for her. Is that what, how you she? would do it? Yeah, nobody can see your face. Why should you? Would you ever go to up. a brunch gig um, with a face skinny on? No, it's not my style, but... No. What if the category her? was um, night brunch of a thousand fake skinnies? I simply would not be in that brunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Okay. It's a new day in the workroom, and I kid you not, Alexis, I have that sil- same silver moda jacket. I'm not going to call us out for where we got it, but I am still obsessed with it. I want to know. I'm not going to say where it is because, yes, <laughs> coded friends, you fucking probably can figure out. I didn't know at the time. Uh, Candy likes this feeling of being in the top four. She's feeling refreshed. She's ready for whatever challenge is thrown at them. The room is so empty and Jimbo is like, it's like our own talk show. Now, I know that we had our backdoor pilot for Pink Table Talk on All Star 6, but that bombed. But listen, I'm up for a view style chat show starring drag queens. Wow. Let me produce it. It'll be great. It'll be a great show. Truly. I support now, it. If you had to pick three other New Jersey drag divas to be your co-hosts for a view style chat show called jersey talk who's on it with you Estela vista obviously jenna tall mm-hmm. and hmm, there's not that many in jersey honestly not ariel versace she called me the n-word oh okay um Fine, then I'll th- I'll throw in my dear friend, my dear friend, uh, Spectra Electra. She can she can be the ditzy dumb one. Oh, I forgot she's from Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> I have a show with her on the twenty second. I forgot. Wow, look at you forgetting she exists. That's okay. Um, I try to. Now, would you be the Whoopi? Would you be the Joe ba- Joy Behar? Who who would you be? I'd be the Whoopi. Okay, so you're going to moderate it. Yeah, right, I have to keep everybody okay. calmed down. <laughs> So Candy is going to ask what they would call their show. And Alexis says the clap. And um, as the new executive producer, hard pass. We're not calling it the clap. No. What What the fuck? I like don't project, that. Don't project your um, life on us. Jimbo had the clap, apparently. I know a drag queen who got an STD from another drag queen, and they were both on Drag Race, and I'm not going to tell who. <gasps> oh. And this is direct from one of them. 
All right. Well, I can't wait for the after the pod to hear that, that answer. Um, <laughs> Rue walks right in, no alarm or anything. And I'm sorry, Rue, whoever dressed you today, they say black and white, uh, but also insanely clashing. The top and the pants do not match. Then the reddish brown shoe. Okay. Like maybe Rue is running out of looks in her closet. She needs to replenish it. Do you know how she replenishes looks? She kills another baby? No, she sacrifices the souls of the first outs. Oh, okay. Same thing. Yeah. Essentially. Rue says that they often overlook the greatness in front of them. So today she wants to shine a light on a television pioneer, Carson Kressley. Were you familiar with the lifetime achievements in the world of television from Mr. Carson Kressley prior to Drag Race? I knew he was on Queer Eye, but that's it. Mm -hmm. Did you watch it as a young child? No. I like good television. It's time to read him for Mother Tucking Filth. They are going to roast Carson Kressley. They not only have to roast Carson with the other judges and each other, because at this roast, everyone gets burned. They will workshop their jokes with Michelle Visage and the co-host of the official Drag Race podcast, Squirrel Friends, Alec Mappa. Uh, sorry to break it to you, kids. I am not the official Drag Race podcast, but wow, when you're ready, I'm ready too. <laughs> Since she won the Maxi Challenge last week, Alexis will determine the performance order for the roast. Jimbo is just so hungry, so she's ready for a roast. Miss Allison Wonderland, how are you at the art of roasting? Oh, I love it. I'm from New Jersey. Mm-hmm, naturally. Um, have you ever burned someone so bad that they never talk to you again? Yes, I got them fired from their job. Oh, wow. Wow, you a savage one. They said they hoped my plane crashed, so I called their job. Well, that's pretty bad. Candy won her last roast, so she is ready to set the stage on fire. What she is about to set on fire is a dictionary because she not only cannot say the word equestrian, she has no idea what it is. Jimbo will explain that it's a word for a horse lover. And gays, this is an actual thing, not code for ketamine. Um, oh, I love her. Aww. Ketamine. She's a great queen. <laughs> uh, don't get it twisted. Candy <laughs> will tell us that she does not know the word equestrian because she's not rich. Listen, she writes. You have to be rich to have a hobby to go play with horses. It's true. I don't have a horse, just a lizard. Just a lizard. Have you ever been on a horse? Yes. I think I have too. My, my dad loved horses. He, it was a long his, time ago. His dream was to buy a ranch in Montana and get a horse. And My mom used to live on a horse know. farm, but the horses were mean. Why were they mean? They live in New Jersey. That's fair. That's fair. Jimbo has never done a roast, but she's been invited to a Polish pig roast. Okay. <laughs> I heard that about her. Yeah. Jessica is doing her first roast too and shares that she usually does doesn't make jokes um about other people, just herself, as she doesn't like to hurt people. She doesn't want to be told she's rude or cruel. Candy tells her to find the balance. They don't want to laugh at her apology. She's got to go hard. Now Jessica has to figure out how to roast them without attacking them, but also she's gonna attack them, which is wild. Alexis yeah. wishes it was her first roast. Let's bring our minds on a journey all the way back to season nine, where Alexis Michelle was painted green, attempted to roast Michelle Visage, and simply just attacked Tamar Braxton. I will say, had she not bombed so hard, we would not have had one of my favorite lip syncs of all time. Baby I'm Burning? Dolly Parton versus Pheromone? It was fine. I loved it. Oh my God, I just remember that Alexis slide and it was just so stupid. I love Dolly. It's one of my favorite songs. Anyway. I love Dolly. I love Farah. Alexis is excited and scared, which is another theater reference. Do you know the reference? No. Into the Woods. 
I've been to one Broadway show and I didn't like it. I'm scared it took me. Which one did she take you to? Hades Town. Okay, that's a rough one to start with. I, I'll I'll be honest there. Um, I just like when I'm watching something and people start singing. I'm like, why the fuck are you singing for? It pisses me off. Truly. Okay. Well, I'm not going to start singing the podcast then. God Could you imagine God. this was a musical podcast? Oh, you 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 quit. Yeah. Alexis thinks it's an advantage to have made a mistake as it helps you learn how to press forward. She will tell the girls a joke. And by joke, let's use that term lightly. Why do the elephant have three blue shoes and one green shoe? He forgot to lift his leg when he peed. Alexis, who laughed at that when you told it before? Oh my God, the groan I let out. That was terrible. Funnier than her roast, though. No. Okay. There's our foreshadowing, friends. We know how (laughs) Miss Allison feels. But what's going to make this worse is Candy asks if they peed blue, and Alexis has to explain that yellow and blue make green. When you got to ex- explain a joke, it's a fail, but when you don't remember primary colors from um, kindergarten, Candy. I love it. She's just happy to be there. Remember uh, Turn Over a New Leaf? Remember that bit? It's still the same leaf. Still the same leaf. Still the same leaf. Candy thinks the roast is a scary challenge. It might even be more so than the Snatch Game. Jessica says the difference between the two is in Snatch Game, you stay in character, and that makes it more complicated. Now, will everyone be themselves? Yes, except for Jimbo. Jimbo will be taking on the character of Joan Rivers. Now, let's journey back to a time known as Canada's Drag Race Season 1, where we had our first iteration of Joan Rivers, where Jimbo won. And I'm going to go on record that I think Lucy LaDuca's Joan was better. Do you? I do. But let's be honest, she did not have enough screen time in that episode to really showcase how good her Joan was because we had a cast of how many? Too many. That's also true. Jimbo says that Joan Rivers is the perfect person to embody for roast because, as she neglected to mention, Joan Rivers was known for doing roast. She was a staple at them for a very long time. If you just Google Joan Rivers and roast, like they're all a lot of YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. She's very good. Joan was not afraid to be shocking and nasty, but she got away with it because she was Joan Rivers. Now, Candy will ask if the judges will clock her for always being in character and not Jimbo. But she comes back with a great answer that Jimbo was on the runway. She embodies characters in a challenge as it's an added layer to play with. And let's be real. Jimbo is a character. Jimbo just has big shoes to fill. What did you think of Jimbo's answer there? I approve. Honestly, I agree. Because it's interesting, like you, you can knock Jimbo for playing a variety of characters, but at least the characters are different every time. Right. Candy plays Candy. Jessica plays Jessica. They're always funny in the characters they play in these sketches and challenges. But you know what you're going to get. Jimbo, you, it's going to be different every time. Different experiences. This is true. Alexis will call her sisters over like Winifred. Um, surely you know who Winifred is, right? Oh, of course. I'm a hocus okay. pocus stan, Mama. Just, just checking. Um, which one are you? Sarah. Uh-huh. We actually do a uh, hocus pocus group number every October, and I do Sarah. Now, uh, we're going to stray away for a hot second. Hocus pocus three. Are you feeling it? No. Two yes. wasn't that good. Yeah, I, I it, it didn't need a sequel. It was perfect. 
the roast daughter is going to be Alexis, Jessica, Candy, and Jimbo. Now, Alexis wants to keep the momentum going, so she will open and set the tone and make sure none of her jokes get used. And Jimbo will ask if this is part of a strategy to put her in the end to see if she'll choke. And Alexis says that the strategy is where she puts herself. That's valid. I, I get it. Jimbo knows it's a challenge. Candy points out that if she does well, it'll be her fourth challenge win. But if she doesn't, it'll be her first time in the bottom. She don't plan on preparing a bottom presentation. You tell her, Jimbo, the drag clown. Jimbo refuses to fuck it up. Now is the bad time for a good streak to end. We're going to hit the main stage to see Alec and Michelle ready to receive the roasters. First up is Jessica, who tells them they are her two favorites in one room. Now, Jessica claims that Alec Moppy is one of her favorite comedians ever, as she remembers him from his appearance on season two as a player in Snatch Game. Where on the list of comedians does Alec Moppy rate for you? I really don't know who he is. So, Again, he, he, he was big in like the early 2000s. I, I love the early 2000s, but I wasn't watching comedy specials for sure. Yeah, it's okay. Michelle will ask if comedy is something she does in her act, and Jessica says it's natural after four shots. I feel you, girl. But usually after four shots, it's not uh, ha-ha funny. It's like, fuck off funny. I had a few shots at a concert this last weekend, and I threw up. Oh, no. Whose concert? Melanie Martinez. I hope you didn't throw up on stage. Oh, God, no. It was right before I went in. Listen, there have been a lot of people throwing things on stage. You might have thrown up on stage. Listen, we saw what a kid from Jersey did. It's true. You would never, right? Depends on who the artist is. <gasps> oh my God, you're you're gonna try to murder a pop star. Yeah. Do Puerto, do Puerto Rico queens roast each other? Well, Jessica says there is a line that you do not cross, and they cross over it every time. Jessica will start her jokes, and she rarely gets a word out. And Michelle and Alec are already laughing. Are they laughing at her? At her? Like what? Was already laughing at no joke. It's definitely at her. Her first joke is about how Carson looks like a roasted chicken. She moves on to say that behind the stiff face, there is a big smile full of charisma. He has a lot of uniqueness. He proved that he had a lot of nerves and big balls when he participated on Dancing with the Stars. And last and most important, he makes them believe that he has talent. They like the joke, but Michelle tells her to tighten it so they don't get bored. Bang, bang, bang. Alan tells her that she is so sweet in her natural delivery, meaning she can get away with murder. Don't be scared. Uh, so that means... You, you can't get away with murder. Yeah. That sucks. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Alex says being two nights in a roast is death, as the whole point of a roast is to get somebody get them good. Now we have Candy, who was reminded she won her roast. She says it does put pressure on her because she was in the bottom two last week. So she not only has to land in the bottom, doesn't she has not landed on the bottom, she wants to win the roast. Candy starts her set saying hello to everyone and Michelle Visage. She says that Michelle is truly the greatest act to come out of New Jersey after Whitney Houston and Lauren Hill and Queen Latifah and Teresa Judice. Not Teresa Judice. Oh, absolutely, Teresa Judice. Um, okay, so where do we fall on this list? Um, I'm probably right after Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And me? Probably right before Michelle Visage. <laughs> Rude. Like it I is a roast. Teresa Judice was funny, but I thought she was gonna go snooky at least. Where's Snooky on this list? Somewhere raising her kids. I don't know. 
We get a joke about how the only thing that cries more than Alexis Michelle is Ginger Minge at the buffet when the crab legs are done. Okay, sure, it got a chuckle, but I am a big proponent that you do not mention someone else who is not on the roast bill or not even present. They don't have an opportunity to defend themselves. Now, as the recipient of brutal treatment from a person who shall go unnamed, but we will see on our screens everywhere next year, it's not fun and it's damaging. I still have the tapes, bitch, and I don't feel bad if I release them. I'll tell you my story if you tell me that one. Yep. <laughs> Never. I will see. Candy will get to asking how to say equestrian, which gets Michelle to tell her to breathe and enunciate because if they don't hear her, it ain't gonna be funny. Alex says that Candy knows how to read a bitch. She just needs to articulate and slow it down. Next, we're going to be joined by Alexis Michelle, who is prepared. Michelle reminds her that she struggled a little bit the last time, but Alexis will play it off as she don't remember. Uh, nowhere to go about that. She starts off I very soft. Yeah. She starts off very soft by comparing Carson to a little girl who dreams of a pony. And then um, the silence is deafening from Michelle and Alex. Michelle <laughs> tells her it felt like a wedding toast. But let's be real. Who's going to say bread by whores at a wedding? Ah, fuck that. Never mind. A gay wedding. That's very possible. I take it back. I would say it. At a straight wedding. Really? Oh. Yeah, why not? Though they appreciate storytelling, Michelle says it has to be funny. Alec tells her to get the setups to be tightened more, editing and roast. Alec tells us that Alexis is going for a storytelling approach, which is good at a campfire, but this campfire needs a roast. Did Alec come up with that line or was there a writer in the room to say it for him? There was definitely a writer in the room. <laughs> and finally, it's Jimbo. She reveals that she will be channeling Joan Rivers. And Michelle says, that's risky. Jimbo eases into Joan and starts off with a joke for Michelle saying she has sucked more dick than Carson at a Richard convention. Michelle is slow and says it wasn't clear that she meant dick when saying Richard. She tells her she can think of something to put in there for a convention. And if you said DragCon, listen. I spoke to a security guard at the end of day two at DragCon LA. The stories he said of the amount of times he had to break up people having sex in the bathrooms there. Not surprised. I need to go to DragCon. Yeah, you should. Her next joke is Jessica Wilde is such a slut. You have to fuck her with her legs crossed. And another thinker, Michelle doesn't get it. Um, but we learn how to make things tighter. I'll have to try that too. At DragCon. Yeah, you should. I will. Alec and Michelle tell her not to be too smart for the room because if you have to explain a joke, it doesn't land. And Alec reminds Jimbo that Joan was never ambiguous with her punchline, so she needs to have clear punchlines. Jimbo is struggling, and the edit is trying to lead us to think, oh no, disaster is coming, but let's be real. What fun is it to watch Jimbo just excel once again? We need a mystery. Can you have a mystery with her in the cast? She's going to do good. Of course you can. It's roasty toasty day and Alexis is sparkly and silver once again. Um, I think it's getting toward the end of her workroom wardrobe, but hey, I'd wear it. I, I thought it was fun. Oh, and <laughs> then we have Alexis do girls, girls, girls in Mrs. Garrett voice from Facts of Life. If we're ever going to drag up the classics and do Facts of Life in drag form, the role belongs to Mrs. Kasha Davis. Okay. Don't you dare say you don't know the Facts of Life. No, I do. I just, okay. Mrs. Kasha Davis. Jimbo was nervous that she didn't get a lot of positive feedback in her coaching session. And when she asks Alexis if Joan would wear the frock she presents, 
saying it's Jimbo does Joan is not positive feedback either. I'm shocked she didn't bring a Joan look just to have it in case. I like the dress. Would you wear it? No, but I like it. I only wear skimpy things. I don't wear gowns. That's fair. Jimbo doesn't want to sully Joan's legacy or disappoint America. And I was like, girl, uh, that that far is, um, there's no more limits. Yeah. Alexis shares she had to trim her content and cut the stories. And I'm like, you learned from your previous roast, but went so far away, it's a whole different challenge. Alexis has made her set as punchy as she could and will trust in the hostess with the mostest vibe and surprise everyone. The girls will talk about being nervous for challenges, even if they like them, and Jimbo will sign off on a statement, to which Candy calls her a lying bitch because she thinks Jimbo likes to pretend she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. Jimbo will be like, did you know that Candy was such a bitch before you worked with her, or did you find out here? The shit is already coming. Now in a shocking twist, I not only gagged the audience, but gagged the queens. A crazed Russian woman looking for her daughter waters into the workroom. Please welcome to the stage, Katya! I live. Okay, before we dive into what is about to happen, how the hell did they get Katya in on this here day for a truly unhinged appearance? Do you think she was filming uh, down the road and they were like, come in, here's a golf cart. We need you to film something. We need to fill time. Yeah, probably. Are you a Katya fan? Oh, obsessed. I met her back when I was 15. She's super sweet. Very entertaining. Yeah, I love her. She's very, very good. Very, very She's talented. Great. Okay. Could you imagine, though, if she was there to compete as a surprise fifth contestant? She'd win. Oh, over. absolutely. 100%. I kind of wish she did get to do a little roasty in there, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Now, Katya says that she is a professional working comedian, and Jessica's like, what is your advice for us? But Candy is going to just bypass that very... Katya's going to bypass that very important question and ask her own very important questions. Would you fuck anybody in the competition? Alexa says yes. She really had it for a lala, and then reveals that she might be taking a shine to candy how does can that make candy feel well she says in a competition where you have no porn and your imagination runs wild she's fine with that once again let's not show this episode to republicans they might be on to us more than we think yeah who is your crush of all stars eight i don't have one none no who's your drag race crush I, know I don't know. I don't like sissies. Fine. Who's your celebrity crush? Let's go that way. Celebrity crush? Machine Gun Kelly. Okay. I mean, I'm not really into tattoos, but that, that, that one. He's skinny and white. Shouldn't you like him? Don't you love Twinks, Michael Block? Wow. And that's my I, You see where part. I was going with it. <laughs> Anyways, I can't have him anyway. I'm a taken woman, but it would be Machine Gun Kelly. Jimbo will be asked if she gets along with them. And Jimbo says they're a bunch of dirty whores. And Cotty says the dirty is fine, but the whoring is just too much. So yeah, no sage words from uh, or of advice from Katya here. She wants the real tea. She wants to know who has the biggest penis. She wants Candy to fight someone. But she will finally say that in a roast, she typically crossed the line and encourages them to make each other cry. She says it's a roast, not a saute. Okay, not helpful. Katya believes that she's not a classic joke teller. She just knows one joke. She told it to a crowd of a thousand people and no one laughs so she laughed so hard that it because of the lack of laughing are you ready to hear the joke again yes what do the gay necrophiliacs say about his ex-lover oh the rotten asshole split on me again katya no 
I love it. No, it was so bad. I loved it. Um, she reminds them that there is no pressure, but they will be dragged online if they do anything wrong. Katya's out, and by out, she's crawling. She's not wrong. I mean, these girls get dragged for just opening their mouth. It is true. It is true. Do we need Katya on Global All-Stars? We need Katya on every season, TBH. But that's, that's the only way to make job. good television. Who? Oh, wow. I've never heard of him. All right. It's time to hit the main stage where RuPaul is looking pretty fine and feeling gorgeous in that red number with the curly white mane. I was here for it. It was really cute. I didn't like the wig. You didn't like the wig? You wouldn't wear it? Absolutely. It was a little flat on the top. I will say that. Yeah. Flat's not the issue. It's just not good. We have Michelle Visage and Carson Kressley, and we're missing a guest, but we'll get to him later. It is time for the roast of Carson Kressley. Before we begin, the photos of Carson. Just say it. Just, just say it. Say it. Say, say what you know I'm going to say. The blonde well, twig version on the left, I would. I would not. Of course. And just would. like Britney Spears said, there's only two types of people in the world. Yes. Um, what what is your type then? If you're not into blonde twink Carson Presley, um, I like a guy to look like 15 seconds from death, like a vampire. Okay. Like re- like really pale. Um, like looks like he hasn't like slept in a month. Dark hair. Um. Yeah. Okay. I like is facial hair. Your, is that your uh, your love? Do they yes. fit that requirement? Okay. Yes, he does. He does. Okay. He's very white. He has dark hair and a beard. Is he about to die? If he pisses me off one more time. Whoop! There it is, friends. All right, we are going to start off with Alexis, who looks fabulous in that gown and a giant orange hair. Um, might have been borrowed from Mrs. Kasha Davis cosplay. I don't know. It's possible. Whoop. She will start off by saying she's happy to be there with the fantastic top form. Jimbo, you're so amazing. And those tits, the only thing bigger than those tits are your ears. What? And then the only thing bigger than those ears are Candy's ego. Okay, we got to the punchline, but the journey there was weird. Big ears? I like big ears. I have big nose. But do we ever know Jimbo had big ears? Yeah. Have you seen her? Yeah, but it was just random. I don't know. She says, Candy, you should probably stay here at Drag Race forever because you have a face only our mom, RuPaul, could love. All right, that was a pretty good joke. Very simple, very easy, very pedestrian <laughs> jessica i love you so much but you know what would be the biggest scandal if you won this competition okay funny true michelle visage ravishing as always the beard cover is working great can i just say maybe the michelle as a man joke has just run its course certainly there are more jokes to be had at her expense oh a hundred percent what kind of joke would you make uh toward michelle Honestly, the best one ever made is Detox. Yeah. Relying on the talents of her Black friend. Yep, there it is. You can't top that one. No. Michelle, Alexis Michelle will start to do a joke about Carson being from Pennsylvania and where people can cross state lines to buy illegal fireworks. And the punchline is that Carson is the biggest flamer to leave the state. I think there were easily more jokes to get to that flamer punchline than fireworks in pennsylvania yeah um did you go and get some fireworks in pennsylvania for your fourth of july celebrations they're legal here now mama oh i forgot they are oh, that's oh that's right 
I bought them in the parking lot across the street from my house. Um, do you have all your fingers? There we go. You know, Congrats. You know, my boyfriend's sister is actually a doctor, and she sent us a picture of some guy who blew his hand off with fireworks. She was like, no. please don't do it. And you know no. what? We did it. We're going to have a joke about how Carson doesn't look good naked and how he hosts a rap battle and how with these credits, he just doesn't need to say yes to everything. Very, very cute. The last joke is about how he has a flat ass and that was it. I I just wonder how much content was cut out of it and if this was the best of the best or just to showcase her elimination. I don't know. Because even with those, even if there were some good ones, it still wouldn't be good. It would have been safe probably in another season. Sure, if there was more than four people. Absolutely. Jessica is going to start and everything we get is from the coaching session. And we're going to thank you. And she thanks RuPaul for opening the doors to gentlemen like this, referring to her competitors. Easy joke. Jessica will say that Carson is multi facetic or something. I don't know. It was multifaceted. She didn't say the word, but it was still funny. Um, she will go through the credits and say the funniest one is a dancer, which is funny. Did you watch Carson Kressley on Dancing with the Stars? I've never watched Dancing with the Stars. No bueno, no bueno. Um, I can't imagine you, it was fun. Would you want to be on my project that I'm going to work on one day, Dancing with the Drag Stars? Yeah, I can dance. Yeah, you can. What's your, what's your go-to? Well, usually just Gaga choreo. But... Oh, okay. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Do you know the Padam Padam choreo yet? I don't. I love the song, but no. I haven't listened to it. It got too played out. But learn the choreo. It's fun. It's really good. The choreo that Kylie doesn't do in the video? That's the best part about it. I could do that. Well, <laughs> then you do it. I don't need to. I do Gaga. Okay. You, I'll, I'll, I will be America's number one Kylie Minogue impersonator. Says no, I'm not my. I love Kylie. Love her, but is there really a market for that? Yeah, there is. You don't, you don't, you, you don't underestimate the power of Kylie Minogue. Oh, I'm a Kylie stan. But is there a market for that? There absolutely is, because she teased it already with Kelly Clarkson. It's going to happen. Okay, back to this. Jessica will say that Carson is in love with horses, and she's not talking about Alexis Michelle's face. Why do we always compare drag queens to horses? Well, I don't know. Horses are cute. Drag do you know anyone who horse. has a, a horse face? Yeah. You don't want to say the name, do you? No. That's okay. Jessica will give a wallop of, an, of a joke by saying that Carson's favorite pony was Sparky and thinks his drag name should be Sparky Visage in honor of his two favorite animals. It's cute. That's funny. That's good. She will say that Carson should be there as a contestant because behind that stiff face, he's full of charisma. He has uniqueness because no one wants to look like him. He had the nerve to participate in Dancing with Stars unless he has the talent to make them believe he has talent. And to finish it off, she says that she never watched any of his stuff, but as soon as she gets out of there, she's still not watching, which I think was one of the best lines of the night. That was the only joke of hers that I actually laughed out loud at. I thought Jessica was pretty damn good. I, it wasn't rude. It was witty. Yeah, she was pretty good. I wasn't disappointed by that. It's time for the Bulldog with Extra Blush Candy Muse. She starts off with Jimbo, whose breastplate is so big when she turns to the side, she creates a capital P. Wendy Williams. Easy joke. Fine joke. 
she says that her drag looks expensive, but the looks of the lip, but by the looks of the lip sync, money can't buy her talent. That one didn't go over well with the audience. Why is that? I don't know. It's true. We're then going to hear the Ginger Minj joke for Alexis, and again, a lot of groans not going over too well. And Candy says for Michelle that she is so talented that she hopes one day that she gets recognized for one of her many hit songs. Easy. It's there. It's funny. Yeah, it's a recycled joke from her season, but... yeah. Speaking of hit song, Hey RuPaul! She says Ru is like your grandmother who's about to die real soon, but the bitch is a great actress. She is such a good actress, she can sit up there weekly and find something nice to say about Alexa Michelle. The joke was mean, but the way that Rue laughed at it was hilarious. I don't care that it's mean. It was good. So Carson, she says, they have a lot in common. Candy loves ketamine. Carson is an equestrian. I did understand why I got a laugh, but I think the structure would have been funnier if she swapped them around. Yeah. Absolutely. Candy will ask the room to answer honestly how many knew Carson was an author and without a blink. She says, no, none because no bitch, neither did I. Very f- good. Fast for comedy. That's how you do it. And that's her roast. Very quick. Yeah. And finally, it's Jimbo. And by Jimbo, it's Joan Rivers. Joan starts off by saying she didn't know she was coming back from the dead to go right to the zoo. Candy Muse, living proof that hooked on phonics didn't work for everybody. Candy Muse is such a bitch you have to let her smell your goddamn hand before you get too close. That's good. Speaking of hairy beasts, Jessica Wilde. Jessica Wilde's pussy is so hairy every time she shaves it, Peter gets a complaint. That's that's funny. Very Joe Rivers. She is so full of shit. She makes RuPaul's diapers jealous. She is more full of shit than Alexis Michelle's mouth of Folsom days. No kink shaming on this podcast, but hard pass. A hard pass, baby. Alexis just the she she was gone. She really liked that joke. Yeah. Um yeah. She's no gynecologist, but she knows a twat when she sees one. Hello, Mills Shelvisage. She reminds her of her favorite director, John Waters. They both have a little mustache, a big dick, and friends with a nasty drag queen. Okay. Her, Jones Jones doing well. Yeah. Speaking of horrors, hello, 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 RuPaul. RuPaul is so old. The desk is so big it hides a catheter and the little scooter she rides in on. And that gives us a new version of the RuPaul's old joke. Yeah. Finally, we've broken out. Um, maybe we've got to take a break from Rose because between Michelle and Ru, we're, we're getting very dry. That's what Utica wanted when she said, RuPaul, please stand up for me. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. To the woman of the evening, let's hear it for Ellen DeGeneres. Easy, simple, but no, she's joking. They're there to honor Tilda Swinton. <laughs> Carson loves horses. His first pony was Sparky, and then they had so much in common. They both have a fucking horse face, and Carson enters a room teeth first. And she should know. Her daughter, Melissa, has a horse face just like Carson. And I was like, okay, again, she's not there to defend herself, but facts are facts. Yeah. You can't defend yourself in a roast anyway. What are you going to well, do? You, 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 and say, oh, no, but you, usually as a roaster, you're roasting the people around you, and, and they get to have their time to roast as well. Carson, Rue, and Michelle don't get to roast people. I'm talking about real roast. This ain't a real roast. This is RuPaul's Drag Race. Is RuPaul's Drag Race real life? No. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Um, when her daughter Melissa was bad, she didn't get threatened with her with boarding school. She threatened her with the goddamn glue factory. 
<laughs> oh, oh god that was so bad that was so good um and that was the rest of crypt keeper keeper um we are going to have a special presentation from one more queen it's carson's number one fan from secret celebrity drag race jackie wood did you watch that television production last summer no listeners i didn't either it's not part of the drag race canon i was not gonna watch it no. Maybe um, if I was who, paid to watch it. Who painted her? Because that was choices. I don't know. Obscura. <gasps> wow. Roasty toasty. Okay. For those who don't <laughs> know, this is Tom Felicia, Carson's co-host from the OG Queer Eye. She will not piss all over Carson. She's going to leave that to the hookers in Palm Springs. We learned that Carson came out before the first episode of Queer Eye, and Jackie says it's like ice coming out as cold, or grass coming out as green, or Michelle Visage coming out as a cheap slut. These are things we know. Carson competed on Dancing with Stars, but the words Dancing and Stars were used loosely. And the theme song for Queer Eye was All Things Just Keep Getting Better, and when looking at his career, she thinks, do they? And that was it. I thought this was a pretty solid roast. Everyone did well. Some definitely stood out more than others, but it wasn't a complete train wreck. Nobody was like terrible or anything. Speaking of terrible, are you ready for the runway? (laughs) Category is snow bunnies. And in honor of the runway, we will play snow happy or snow way. And we're going to welcome Tom Felicia to the table. Let's begin with Alexa Michelle. No designers listed. I like it a lot. And I like dislike a lot of it. I like the color. The mints is so beautiful. It pairs well with its swooping swoop pink blonde hair. I think the uh, pearls are cute. I just wish the belt was a different color to break up the velvet. And I just don't understand why there's that oversized hat. Like, why? Why? What is it doing? And it just looks like it was dragging like a tail. I don't like it, TBH. The color is pretty and that's about it. What do you like about it? everything besides the color how could you improve it i wouldn't have pants that continue into boots i would have made the boot a separate thing i would have made the belt a separate color i would change the hair i would get rid of that giant ruffle around the neck and the giant pearls i would not carry that tacky bag i would not have that long thing dragging from the hat i would just make it a whole different look to be honest Carson says going first is very difficult and can sometimes hurt somebody because you have to warm up the audience. He says that she had some great jokes and was just mean enough for a roast saying it was fun and light, but also needed a point of view to come out there with guns blazing. Michelle says she got laughs as she was funny, but the laughs were minimal as it went comparatively and all they can do is compare. She says the changes she has were beautiful. She says it's a different hair that she's never done before. She says it's refreshing to see her explore it. Rose says that she was fantastic. She just didn't have as many laughs as the other girls. And Tom says he loves any girl who has an optimism of traveling with an overnight bag because that's saying, I'm pretty sure I'm going to hook up. I'm going to give this a soft snow happy. What's the other one? Snow way. Snow way. Audience, 86% snow happy, 14% snow way. It doesn't say snow at all. Sure it does. No, it doesn't. Mint isn't a snowy color. It's a cool color. It works with the snow. Cool does not mean icy and snowy. All right, then let's see where the next one goes. Jessica Wild, no designers listed. I love this. It's perfectly on theme. The color palette was divine. The silhouette of the catsuit was sublime. 
Everything about this look was dragging, yet at the same time, it was authentic and real. This was perfectly curated and styled. I think it's good. I think it's a little basic. Mm -hmm. There's not like a fantasy element to it or, you know, I like the boots. I don't like her makeup. I don't like that lip. I'm not a fan of blue lipstick. Um, And the hair could be a little something extra. It's just a little like she took it out of the bag and plopped it on her head. But I like the look. Carson says that is how you do a roast. He says she walks on the stage with confidence and leans into all her natural personality. He loves the glamour of the look. He says it's almost like 1940s movie wardrobe that someone would waltz into a chalet in. Michelle says she was zinging them from left and right, and when she made fun of them, it went over really well. Tom loves the look as a kind of glamour cape, but underneath it is a ski onesie that you could actually pull off on the slopes. Rue says it has been exciting to watch her evolve over the, all these years. She says the looks she's given the confidence and she is so funny, but she is never the butt of the joke. She's in charge of the joke. I'm going to give this a snow happy. Snow happy. Soft. The audience, 74% snow happy, 26% snow lame. Okay. Candy Muse. Look by Phallic Cunt, hair by Madeline Hatter. I can't. I'm sorry. This is a complete mess for me. It looks so generic and underwhelming. And again, love the body positivity. But if you're going to show skin, those tights better be the same shade. And they were not. I think the neck up is great. The mug is stamped. The hair is swooped. And the side swipe of the goggles was camp. But let's talk about the boots. People get red for flats and she gets a pass. Not on my watch. I would just change the shoe and the shade of the tights. I don't mind the look. Would you wear this? Yeah. Are you going to get it commissioned? Absolutely not. I don't commission anything. I make everything myself. You can commission yourself. You can send yourself an email. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Let me... I'm on my laptop. Let me type that up right now. Michelle says she gave her one note and the note was to enunciate and slow it down. She says she did a better job, but she wasn't letting the room breathe. She says as people were laughing and she carried on, they couldn't hear setups to other things. She saw her spinning a little bit. She says the look is so her and loves that she said, bitch, I'm going to wear a moon boot. And she stoned the hell out of it. Carson says that she literally commands a room in the audience. He says if a joke didn't work, she told him she was the boss. He loves the bikini that it's connected to the cummerbund style corset like a little drawbridge. Tom says that she's a naughty baby doll goes to tell you ride. He says, don't come knocking when this gondola starts rocking. I heard that about you too. <gasps> Snow way. Snow happy. I like it. What do you think the audience feels? They probably don't like it. No, they don't. 30% snow happy, 70% snow away. Jimbo, look inspired by Germanier. Hair by weekday wigs. Shout out. It's wild that she said, uh, look, I already did this category on Canada's Drag Race, and here I am to redeem it. And she did okay. She did fine. Um, does this look scream snow bunny? No, the colors do. I love that she is using a hyper-styled wig. I think the feathers are trying to give this high fashion, but it doesn't take, but it does take away from the body shape. It's good. She's just done much better this season. It's the best out of the four looks presented for this theme. I'll tell you that much. Oh, you like this the best. Okay. Would you would you make it for yourself? No, not enough. Too much fabric. Yeah. Michelle says she rolled the dice and took a big risk. She says huge payoff. She says they almost felt like they had her back for a minute. Carson first thought, oh, no, she's not doing a roast as Joan Rivers, but she embodied her spirit. He loves the look comparing it to a snow squall. He says it is. 
moving like a quick snowstorm. He says she has the Hunger Games fantastical hair with stones in it, calling it cool modern. Tom says the point she was on stage, he was backstage, and he thought that Joan Rivers is actually in the studio and couldn't believe what he's hearing. Rose says that the outfit is beyond gorgeous and she was so funny. She says the Joan Rivers legacy lives on through her and through our laughter. She says the roast was an honor to watch. Snow happy. Snow happy. Audience, 88% snow, snow happy, 12% snow way. Now, the fame games are upon us. Let's discuss our eliminated queens. I bet you Let's have opinions. Oh, I certainly do. Darian Lake. Look by Michelle Lesniak. Hair by Catherine Ross. I love that she took the category and went fully in a different direction with a different kind of snow. I think the colors were right for like the snow bunny theme and the credit card headpiece was very camp for, you know, a different kind of snow. I wish the coat was double in size, um, but this was just so stupid and funny. Eh. You didn't like the concept? No. The dress is ugly. The coat's ugly. Her hair is nice. Her makeup looks good. I'm going snow happy. Soft. Snow white. Audience, 65% snow happy, 35% snow white. James Mansfield, look and crowned by Pedro Nathan Luna, here by James. I like that she's giving an ethereal queen, but I'm unsure why the nude illusion on the top is the way it is. It does feel like it's so bottom heavy and white that it, it might be a little unfinished. I just needed something white, either fur or satin, to marry the two parts because it does feel like two ideas. Now, I hate white lips. They look bad. So she opted for a pale pink. And I was like, wow, that is a, it's even worse for this look. Yeah. Um, Snow White. No, no. So you want to improve? The earrings are nice. Maybe find a different look. All right. Audience, Snow Happy, 57%. Snow Way, 43%. Kahana Montrese, notice on its listed. I was getting Angina All-Stars 5 vibes. We know the look. I love that this is a very flashy and stunning way to tra- stay true to her aesthetic as a showgirl while giving you like an avant-garde aura. I think the eyes are striking. I love that she went with a nude lip. The hair is a bit lacking. I needed a bit more volume in the front, but when she does turn around and you do see the balls, it's like, okay, it's cute. Um, I like it. It was definitely made by Bunny B. Fly from Drag Race Thailand. Yep. Um, I like it. No happy. I think it's good. Audience? I, I well, don't get Angina. Well, she had a very similar uh, Bunny B. Fly from... Uh, a lot yeah. of people have had them. Oh, I know. Just talked about it on uh, Drag Race France recap. Jan's All-Stars promo look. Yeah, it's all the same. Um, this is Snow Happy for me. The audience, 90% Snow Happy, 10% Snow Way. La La Ree, look by Anthony Ray, hair by Aurora Sexton. She wanted to be Black Elsa so badly. I think the gown part is beautiful. Like, I love seeing this real side of her. The color is magical on her. I would have preferred a white blonde hair. This yellow was just not the right shade. But why she got to take the thing off? Like, why? That was the start of the attraction. Why are we back in a bodysuit? Yeah, the hair is ugly. Okay, I like La La Vrie, but the way she does her makeup makes her eyes look so close together and there's just so much blank space out here on her face. Mm-hmm. Um, Snow Way. I'm going to give it a soft Snow Happy and the audience just can't make up their mind either. 49% Snow Happy, 51% Snow Way. Monica Beverly Hills. Um, 
she's giving you furry realness on the slopes. The concept and the color is spot on. Once again, it's the ex- execution that has me scratching my head. The proportions of each element are either too oversized or too small. Like if you're going with big sleeves and big boot covers, the headpiece needs to be big as well. And why is the hair hot pink? Kahana had the same color, so you can't knock her um, too much. What? Didn't Kahana have like a pink? Kahana's hair was brown. Was it really? Right there. Oh. Um, okay. I thought it was pink on the back. No. All right, maybe it was a soft pink, whatever. Um, yeah, you're I mean, hot pink was the choice. Maybe all the wigs she had left. What about her other looks then? What? Why are none of her looks good? Who? Monica? Yeah, if this was one of the last wigs she had, why are the other No, wigs, I said. Yeah, why are the other wigs for the other looks not good? I don't know. She used them already. Because you know they probably filmed it all in one sitting. I don't know. Snow Way. I don't like it. I'm going to go Snow Way. The audience can't make up their mind. 50% Snow Way. uh, 50% Snow Happy. Mrs. Kasha Davis. Look by the drag stop. Hair by hats by Carlos. Jewels by Amped Accessories. Give her credit for going in this campy direction. So she's yellow because yellow snow, hilarious and disgusting at the same time. Love the hair, love the youthful playfulness of the look. I mean, if Candy can do a two-piece and a jacket, don't knock Kasha. It's just the boots. Like, they're so off. The wrong color. They're Uggs. Come on. Just put... I would rather have a heel. The look just gives... I'm doing a tip spot at a show. Absolutely. The drag stop makes beautiful things. But this is not one of their creations that should be on Drag Race. It's just too simple. I'm going to give it a soft snow happy. Snow way. Audience, 45% snow happy, 55% snow way. And finally, Nasha Lopez, no designers listed. Welcome to the stage. Mish, I don't give a fuck no more. This is a showgirl look in silver that works for the color story of the theme. There is nothing that's giving me snow bunny. What she does present is striking and evocative and beautiful. It's just not the runway. I don't like the thing on her head, like the little swirly thing. Other than that, I don't mind it. I don't think it needed the dark ass eye makeup. I'm going to go soft snow happy, even though it doesn't fit the theme. Yeah, same. Audience, 71% snow happy, 29% snow way. We have reached that point in the competition where if you're not in the top all-star of the week, you are in the bottom. Rue reveals that Jimbo is the winner of the week, leaving the rest of the queens as the bottom. Miss Alice in Wonderland, do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the right choice. The outfit has changed. The lipsticks are in. It's time to get back out there for a lip sync. It's the return of the baloney ghost. Mama, you hungry? So I guess last week with the baloney in the workroom, we should have been prepared. Yeah, it was foreshadowing. So who's the lip sync assassin? The fact that Candy News said it was, is it Violet Chachki? What a fucking troll. <laughs> Violet is my favorite drag race girl. Ever? Ever. Have you met her? Yes. Did you cry when you met her? No. Were you very poised and say, I love you? You're my no, inspiration. I just, I just asked her how she was doing. Okay. And what'd she say? She said she was doing good. She was excited to perform that night. This was at Avita in LA back uh-huh. in 2021. Nice. Well, we got our true lip sync assassin. Munch, munch, crunch, crunch. It's silky nutmeg ganache. The finger is out. She is already. The song is Freakazoid by Midnight Star. Are you familiar with that track? Yes. Have you performed that track? No. 
what a bizarre lip sync, but it was so entertaining. Yeah, it was. This is exactly the song that Jimbo would be be performing on a daily basis. So this was a sleigh in her category. She knew finally it was her time. Silky did give a great fight and made this a battle. She did. She did. I think there was no chance, but she gave it her all. Once the baloney was dropped from the ghost suit, we knew that Jimbo had it. Like Mama Rue was laughing and that's how you win this show. Yeah. Also, was this a reenactment of Jada Shada Hudson and the ghost she fucked? I forgot Jada Shada Hudson existed. <laughs> oh, shade. Uh, do you remember that story now? Does it jog your no. memory a little bit? No. Why, why, for why, why do you think she, you were on the podcast for that episode? Probably not. I don't know. I was on I for the, 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 um, the preview of Canada. Yeah, I, I get everything mixed up. I couldn't even tell you who was on the podcast anymore. I remember that one because I, I spent you 10 know? minutes complaining about Bombay being blue. Yeah, why is she blue? Yeah, you were not happy. Um, Jimbo finally wins a lip sync. Good for her. Good for her. And she decided, I'm going to send home Alexis Michelle. Do you agree? Yes. Right choice? Absolutely. Shall we go through the highs and lows of Untucked? Sure. Okay. Jimbo did it. She's a winner, bitch. She came to win and she's doing it. Candy is annoyed that there are no queens safe this week and thinks that if there were a safe moment, she would not be in the bottom. Jessica almost won this week. There's That would not have been a thing. I don't think Jessica almost won. You think Candy was better than Jessica? No, I think Candy and Jessica were about equal. Okay, okay. The queens grab their bevies and make a toast to the top four and the fourth win for Jimbo. And then the alarm goes off. What is happening? The video comes on as the girls take their seats to see a video from... Jan saying hello to her favorite momager, Alexis Michelle. I have photos from when Jan did her first Chris Kardashian show. And yes, they are Chris Jenner. Um, like priceless, priceless. Jan is so cute. Jan will send love to Alexis and share how they met and gush. Wow, the before time is so wild. Um, why do you think we didn't have a family message here? Maybe none of their families care about them. Maybe. Next up is a video for Jimbo from her brother, Jeff, who is trade. I would. Uh, he's so I sweet. Would. And then we have a video from her mom and her husband, Brady. Um, Brady is so, so kind. I got to meet him at DragCon, both in uh, London and LA. And he helped me secure my interview with Jimbo, which I promise it will be out soon, friends. I promise. I promise. I promise. So much content. I didn't know she was married. Yeah. He's so, so kind. Um, yeah Jimbo is very emotional and that's the vulnerability the judges are looking for I I like seeing Jimbo have emotions yeah it's different it's different next is a video from Candy's mom and she loses it this was so loving also I don't know if you clock the lightning in the back she was totally throwing it during um, a storm it was so funny I love it and finally, we have a video for Jessica from her best friend and her parents in Puerto Rico. Uh, she did, in fact, put Puerto Rico on a pedestal. Uh, and then, again, Jessica losing it. This this is so sweet. We love this moment for the girls. Yeah. When you're on the Drag Race television program, who are you going to get a video message from? My boyfriend. Yeah. What, what are they going to say? He's going to say, if you don't fucking win, I'm going to beat your ass when you come home. Yeah. And you're going to be like... He won't. He couldn't hurt a fly, but he'll say it to make me do it. Okay. All right. Well, they all have people who love them and rooting for them. It's the motivation they need. 
But now it's time for Jimbo Chats. First is with Candy. Jimbo loves her and has loved touring with her and doing the competition together. She will ask her what she should do, and Candy will say she can't tell her who to pick, but she don't pick her. Jimbo says it would be good to get her out, but I think they both knew what was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Everyone knew. Candy reminds us that at the beginning of the competition, they had each other's back, but Jimbo does see her as big competition. She knows that Jimbo is a wild card, so she is scared. Now, over on the couches, Jessica and Alexis chat, where Jessica says that she needs to be fair, but says they are both amazing. She says there are critiques and track record, but there are also other feelings to consider. Alexis mm-hmm. says she is proud of her and will tell her when Candy was in the bottom last week. She tells her about the lookout chat where she believes Candy said yes, but we remember that's not anything that came out of her mouth. The word yes did not come out of Candy Muse's mouth. This is true. Now listen, why the hell would you tell Jessica this? This is automatically a reason to not save Alexis in the moment. Like, even though Alexis says, I can't pick your lipstick, like, what? Right. You just said, I have an alliance with the girl, and you're not the, you're the other girl, so goodbye. Right. Math. I don't know. That's an inside thought. Alexis knows she's in trouble if it comes down to the judge's critiques. So with Jimbo, she tells her she will, uh, she doesn't want to go home. She wants to be there another week and she will continue to support Jimbo. Back on the couch, Jessica tells Candy that they are Latinas and she will protect her, not just because they are Latina, but because she did good. And then she tells her that Alexis did good and won the previous week. And Candy sees it as they all did great and the critiques were there. They each have a win, but Alexis has been in the bottom three times compared to their two times. So the track record is present. Yeah. Would you ever do anything based on track record or just your pure gut and emotion? Yeah, just my gut. If I want to send someone home, I'm going to send them home. Bye, Obscura. Yep. Now Jessica visits Jimbo, who spreads her ass feathers to sit. Jimbo will ask her who she would pick, and Jessica says that she is not in her seat, and it's her decision. She tells her that she has been doing great and doesn't think she deserves to go home. And she says to her that Puerto Rico will hate her if she sends her home. Listen, if we learn anything from, from Pangina, be careful. Countries will hate you. Yeah. Canada hates her. Good. You don't like Pangina? She's fine. I don't dislike. I don't love. Kind of Now on the couch. Her. Candy will ask Alexis how she will work when it comes to voting, and Alexis reveals that she did tell Jessica about the conversation from the previous week, and she is a woman of her word. Cue Candy sipping that drink. (laughs) Now, when Alexis says, is that something you can stick by too, and Candy just blinks, Alexis, there's your answer. Right. And Candy says "Only it's only time to be strategic. You had to have known your goose was cooked. It's over. She's voting you out. Uh, she should. Let's say hi to our lipstick assassin, Silky Nutmeg Ganache, who is in the building. She has been traveling around the world, but the lip sync guru has arrived. When Mama Ru calls, she comes and gets a check. She's not even transparent about it. She knows she's there for the money. Right. That would be you, right? A hundred percent, Yeah. Um, if if you ever got to be a lip sync assassin and they called you and said, Allison, come do this. What is wh- who what artist has to be the lip sync song for you? 
It has to be Gaga. And what song would you prefer? Give us a song that's not been on the show yet. Heavy Metal Lover. Okay. All right. My favorite Gaga track. I think we'll get there and you won't have any competition to get Heavy Metal Lover because that's probably not in their top five at this point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, Slicky reminds us that she has the most lip sync wins in Drag Race history, and it's why they brought her back. Tom Felicia will make a quick trip backstage to say hi, and Candy wants him. She wants that man. She likes daddies, apparently. Uh, what is your opinion, Tom Felicia? No. No, not for you. Too old? No, yeah. <laughs> Tom says that he has been in their shoes and has respect for their art form. He says when people watch the show, they don't think it's difficult because they make it look so easy, which is a fact. Do you make drag look easy for your audiences? Of course. Jessica says he reminds her of that that the magic of drag is real and she had no idea that he was the same person um to be fair they had not seen super celebrity secret drag race magical mystery tour uh because it hadn't aired yet they were filming okay we're gonna watch the lip sync one more time as well as alexis elimination she is heartbroken and we will learn that both candy and jessica voted for alexis as well in the workroom she is packing to head home she got a spot ahead this time but she would say that she was just shy of the finale once again. She is proud of what she did and feels like she showed the world the real Alexis. But what's next for Alexis, Michelle? Win the Queen of the Fame games. Show what she can do and let the people know that she gave it her all. And that's our episode. That's it. Are you ready for some burning questions to wrap this oh, up? I'm so ready. My pussy is burning. What is Alexis's legacy? Crying. Crying. Not being Listen, a woman of her word. I'm an emotional person too. I get Me the too, crying. but not like that. You don't cry that much? Not that not in public. What, what makes you cry? If I see like a lizard or a snake or something, sometimes I'll cry. Like me and my boyfriend went to the zoo. I was looking Aww. at an alligator and I started crying. Oh, that's so cute. And also I cry every time I see Gaga. Of course, naturally. Who won the week? Who had the best episode? Jimbo. Yeah, Jimbo. This was Jimbo's episode. They 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 are setting Jimbo up for uh, something. It's a makeover next week, and the lesbians are taking over. Who are you worried about? Jessica. I'm worried about all of them, honestly. Yeah, the makeover is the easiest for them to like spin into putting anyone in the bottom. Oh, you didn't look enough like your person. Oh, you look too much like your person. Oh. You're supposed to be siblings, but really you look like a mother and daughter. Like they, they put people in the bottom incorrectly in the makeover challenges. Meanwhile, so on Espana this season, they're like, it's not about family resemblance. You just have to be a princess. And that was just like, okay, can we, can we have consistency here, people? Please, consistency. I haven't watched Spain. It's okay. It's okay. Um, after nine episodes, the winner of the season is? Jimbo. It's clear. I want it to be Candy. I want it to be Candy. But she's a winner in her own right. Absolutely. Um, I yeah, it's Jimbo's. After this episode, oh, like there's four nothing, wins. nothing that can change it. Four wins before anybody else even got two. Come on now. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. Good for her. All right, Allison. Where can we find you on social media of Intimate on any projects you want to plug? You can find me on Instagram at I Allison Wonderland. That's Allison with two L's because one L is ugly. And no why, because I ain't no ally, son. 
Um, Twitter is a Wonderland NJ. Facebook is just for people that I know, so don't find me. My Venmo and Cash App are in my Instagram bio. Again, that's Allison with two L's. She needs money to see Gaga while she tours again. It's true. It's true. It's not coming for another two or three years, probably. But I listen. Say. I know once the uh, Joker two press tour starts, you're just gonna fall the bitch around. Oh, I would love to. You know, I actually thought about going to the abandoned mental asylum where they were filming in Jersey, but by yeah. the time I found out, they had left. Um, well, I will keep you in the loop when uh, she does the press tour and if she goes on any talk shows, I'll make sure you're there. Perfect. Perfect. That's why. Thank like you hear. so much for being here. This was fun. Thank you for having me.